Josh, it is Thursday afternoon. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I feel like I'm still recovering from the from the long weekend. Yeah. Um, okay. Good catching up with you, man. Take care. Um, yeah, I don't know. I did. I didn't. I had to work over the long weekend, so the Fourth of July weekend doesn't really exist for me. Well, I mean, yeah. It, I mean, it's the one holiday really that MLB gets during the season. Yeah. Let's face it, Father's Day doesn't really count. Well, Memorial Day, Father's Day, Mother's Day. Yeah, but I mean, like that's not those are those are like kind of those those are B tier, C tier, even at times holidays. I would suggest that we go through and tier all the holidays, but somebody I follow just did that on their podcast, True Withers. Um, oh yeah, because we have such a huge crossover of listeners, and I'm saying that like it was like two days ago, but I want to just let it be known that Halloween is the best holiday. That's not true. What's the best holiday? Christmas. No. Christmas is probably two or three. Halloween is F tier. No, God, there's you, no, no. God. Once you hit, once you hit twelve years old, it's, Halloween is the best holiday. Uh, Christmas is better for this, but Halloween is second in terms of the buildup. Um, Halloween is you can participate however much you want. You can just watch scary movies at home. You can go to a party. You can trick or treat as a kid. It's fun for all ages. Pete, you can. Not wear a costume. You can wear a low-budget costume. You can go all out. It's it's for it's for everybody. Christmas, there's an expectation. You have to buy gifts for people. Not true. The thought that well, counts. Yes, yes, there is. All the more, all the. Every, I cannot tell you what, what what name a Christmas movie or two where the moral or the grand gesture at the end is just like, well, yeah, you spent a bunch of money. It's not, you know, the thought that counts, the spirit of it. The kindness of the action. And why does that? Parts. When does that always come after when everybody gets upset that they didn't get any good gifts? They learn their lesson. Life is not a movie, Josh. This is not Life the Truman a Show. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Hello, everyone. Um, I just vanished right in front of your eyes. Sorry. <laughs> sorry for uh, scaring you there. Um, I'm not going to do this because it'd be mean, but I added in like some real like ethereal like. No, I want you to do that. I want you to do that. We'll see. Or, like, edit, or I like, edit in like the hospital beep. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome to the 37th episode of the Long Relief Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Wolf. That's my co-host, Josh Ashelman. Um, Josh, Baker Mayfield is a Carolina Panther. Is, is that the lead topic? Yes, I mean, I guess that's which, kind of, which, which, kind of a dry em- week. Which embattled athlete that everybody on Twitter vocally hates that got traded do you want to talk about first, Rudy Gobert or Baker Mayfield? Oh, I'd never want to talk about Rudy Gobert, so absolutely let's start with Baker. I'm... I would never give Rudy Gobert top billion anything. And you should know this by now. <laughs> really, even in terms of NBA players, you'd want to have excommunicated to uh, what was the island that Napoleon France. Bonaparte? What was the whole island that Napoleon Bonaparte was sent to? Oh, I knew it until you asked me. Santa Anna, Elba. Yeah, Mediterranean island of Elba. I don't want no. I don't Rudy Gobert to hang out with Idris Elba. That's way too cool. Either way, we need to exile Rudy Gobert like William Bonaparte to France. Uh, yeah, that would work. Um, Baker Mayfield. I can't Here's... think of a greater. I can't think of a greater punishment. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, Baker Mayfield is a Panther. Josh, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. The general consensus among fans was that Baker was either going to wind up in Carolina or Seattle. Yeah, Seattle would have been the second most likely place. I, personally, I think he should have gone to somewhere there where they drafted a rookie quarterback this year, so that way they gave him a year to develop, like throw, a, throw him in a Pittsburgh uniform or something. He did feel like a stealer. Yeah, just let, let Kenny Pickett see if his hands grow a little bit. Or like, even if he went I mean, somewhere. they have Trub- they have Trubisky, but you know, or still. Like, if, if he went somewhere where like maybe like he's not going to be the number one guy, but like he could play for a while and reboost his stock because like the star quarterback is suspended for a year. 
Oh, I don't. I can't think of any. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I can't really think of a place like that. Mm. Um, Salute to Jacoby Brissett for the double. Yeah, because now he's just going to get to start at least probably like six games next year. Oh, um, that's like the lowest I could see a suspension being. My guess is a half season. I I'm, I I don't think they're going to give him a full season. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully he's just like arrested and the NFL doesn't have to do yeah, anything. <laughs> I mean, ideally, he's just right. Old. Ideally, the NFL is not deciding his punishment. Yeah, um, ide- ideally, it's not in Roger Goodell's hands. <laughs> but Baker is now in. So maybe not in the sense of talent wise, but deepest. The Panthers have one of the deepest QB rooms in the NFL. The number one and number three overall pick from 2018. Uh, they have. Yeah. I mean, that's some NBA stuff. Number one and number two. <laughs> oh, Jordan. What? Oh, again, huh? We got another B-reel. Is that back back episodes? No, no, it wasn't on last that's, week's. It was the one, the one before? It was the one before. Um. Anyway, everyone should download B-reel. Yes. Yeah, let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor. Um, Otherwise, you're a phony. Um, I'm looking at this list now of starting quarterbacks in the NFL, and I wanted to see where do you think Baker lands on uh, that I, list? No, nah, uh, okay. I, I, I'm going to say then to uh, who I think should have traded for him. Are, you, are we taking these B-reels? It's not letting me. <laughs> yeah, mine, no, mine, mine's doing it's almost same. like having all of your users uh, hop onto the servers at once is not the most sustainable idea. Shocker. <laughs> For a small startup. So this article still has Sam Darnold. I mean, he's at least. Is Baker better than Trevor Sam Lawrence? Dar- yeah. For next season? Yes. James? Yes. Matt Ryan? E- no. Is he better than any of Kirk Cousins, Mac Jones, or Ryan Tannehill? Let's take the picture. Bitty bang, 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 bang. Are we doing that? Um, yeah, basically what I'm trying to ask is how many – because Baker I don't think has even been anointed as the starter. So basically what I'm wondering is how many of the NFL quarterback jobs are open at this point. Carolina, have they announced is Drew Locke 100% starting over Geno Smith? No, I don't think I haven't seen definitively because I don't think anyone really cares. <laughs> Danny Dimes is starting in New York. Pittsburgh's up for grabs. Atlanta's up for grabs. Jets is pretty locked in. So there's not many, is my point. There's like three or four at most. I think that the Niners and Browns should have done a swap. Jimmy G mm-hmm. for Baker, straight up. Yeah. Because uh, Trey Lance must suck. Apparently, Trey Lance is terrible. Yeah. It might just be opposition leaks from like other organizations or something, or like Jimmy G's camp. But everybody says Trey Lance is terrible. Yeah. And if he is, is, it gives you actually, it gives you a solid starter to fall back on. It's it's probably actually bad for Jimmy G's stock because everybody's like, oh, so that's why they haven't benched him. Yeah. Trey Lance is terrible. Remember, but Trey also Lance it's like, well, he's still better than the number what three overall pick from last year. Well, it, well, I remember when Trey Lance came out of college, everybody said, yeah, he's gonna have to sit for at least a year because he played like. 20 games in college. I just don't get how people like that go top just, five. Well, he's an athlete, and he's just so – It's like Markel Fultz going number one overall. Like, I, I no, Markel Fultz had surgery. He had he, – he, he's not the same. Yeah, but like even, even, not a bust. even then, I was just like, I just don't get it. Well, I mean, Zion's made 200-some mil for playing 85 <laughs> games over the past, like, three years. Yeah, Zion's a bag getter, <laughs> professional finesser. Um, oh, that's something we need to talk about later. Uh not Zion, but something else that came up in my mind. Baker, do the Panthers have any sort of chance to make the playoffs next year? No. Christian McCaffrey, they have an okay defense. Okay, Christian McCaffrey injured by week three. Like last usual. year, they actually like had a pretty work. They have a pretty solid defense. Do they keep Stephon Gilmore or is he out there? I think he's still there. Um, I remember they had a good defense, and I remember thinking that they had like an outside shot at the playoffs. Uh Maybe if Baker picks up some, I can just imagine Baker in a Carolina jersey just doing well, leading them to the last wild card in the NFC. Um, I don't know. I, well, I'm glad that he's going to get Gil- it starting. Huh? Gilmore went to the Colts. Okay. Well, I'm 
glad that Baker gets a starting job because I like him. Um, the crotch grabber himself. I don't dislike him. Yeah, I mean, uh, he lost to Kansas in football mentally. So right, yeah, he lost in the marketplace of ideas. Um, didn't yeah, didn't get to start his senior game. Kansas beat Oklahoma in the marketplace of ideas. It's true. Uh, do you think that Baker? Because I think he's on his fifth year as like one year deal. Do you think that Baker is going to stick there for more than a year, or do you think they're just kind of hey, it's only a fifth rounder, we might as well? Eh, depends on the yeah. I think I, I know what they Car- did with Darnold. Carolina's got nothing to lose, and true, they got not much a, to gain. This is a stock saving season for Baker, so he's going to be balling out. Well, Matt Rule did Matt Rule coach against Baker in college? I would Taylor? assume so. I'd assume no. so. Either way, Matt Rule's trying to save his job, so he doesn't really give a shit about three years from now. No, he's trying to win eight games this year. Uh, that'll be interesting. That division's going to be weird. Bucks, Saints, Panthers. Falcons. I forgot about the Falcons because they're so horribly <laughs> relevant. Um, yeah, I mean, the Bucks are going to steamroll, but I could see the Saints and Panthers being in the mix. Yeah, I mean, like, they definitely have – they have – it's a weak division or conference division, you know, division. So, they've got a shot. Not a good Dude, one. The Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert, Josh, yeah, Minnesota Timberwolf. And yep. he said that I saw just now in his introductory press conference, he said, my goal is to bring championships, bring this team to championships. Um, so yeah. salute to Rudy Gobert for buying tickets to next year's finals for him and all of his teammates. Um, he's going to buy, he's going to buy the boys and girls club. Yeah. They're going to be <laughs> sitting in the third row. Um, I don't know. I kind of think it'll, I, I think it could be kind of a home run because now cat can just focus on being the greatest scorer on the planet. Maybe. That's the problem when Cat gets time to just do what he wants to do. A la Jack a three in a game seven when you had the lane wide open in a tie game. Um, it now usually, the lane won't be wide open because Rudy's fat ass will clog it up. It usually doesn't go well, is the problem. <laughs> um, Baguette Biombo. Yeah. I just wanted to get that one out there. Um, I don't know. I feel like Cat on defense is solid to good. But now that he has Rudy to fall back on, he'll be even better on D. And I feel like he's just going to be an even bigger weapon on offense. And if Anthony Edwards takes a jump, really it'll all depend. I think I was saying this either to you or somebody else. It'll all depend on the jump that Anthony Edwards takes. Because if he takes a jump similar to John Morant this year, watch the Wolves are going to be like a three seed. Yeah, you never know. Um, Especially because I don't think this is that controversial to say. I don't think the Warriors are going to be like, the number one they're they're the defending champs but i don't think next year they're going to be like the go like everybody's watching out for the warriors repeat watch you know yeah i think they'll just be back to being a regular good team phoenix i mean we'll see what happens with durant god i really hope kevin durant gets traded all right josh if this happens right now you owe me a hundred dollars i'm gonna count to five and if i get an alert on my phone i'll show you the phone if it pops up oh that (laughs) Five, four, three, two, one. All right. Well, mm. uh, uh, the next I'm, alert I'm, that pops up is going to be Kevin Durant getting traded to the Magic. I'm also just like looking at their cap right now, and I just don't see how you Who? feel the team, the Timberwolves. I mean, Go Gobert's, Bears making forty mil. Cats making thirty five. Go over the salary cap, huh? You can go over the salary cap in the NBA. Yeah, I'm aware, but like you can't go like absurdly over. You can you just have to? Pay you can't more sign tax. another max player. You're gonna have to. Well, no, they just have to. You're gonna have to pay Anthony Edwards since you're gonna have to dump D'Angelo Russell's bad contract. You can you can pay your own guys and continue to go over. And he has they have Alex Rodriguez as their owner now. Alex Rodriguez made that move for Rudy Gobert. At some point. A-Rod had to sign off on acquiring Rudy Gobert. That is weird. That's wild to think about. At some point over his 4th of July weekend, A-Rod had to step aside and take a phone call and say, yeah, I'm good with bringing in the fucking Pepe Le Pew. Jesus Christ. 
If I was a Wolves fan, do you think Wolves fans kind of hate they it? Said, now? What's that? He's highly overrated. Just my kind of guy. Bring him oh, in. Shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Uh, except Rudy Gobert is only good on defense, whereas Derek Jeter is not good on defense. He's not. Mm-hmm. Um, Does he take steroids? <laughs> Get him on him. Settle down. Well, I guess A-Rod went to, was it Germany to get that experimental knee procedure, the same thing Kobe had done? Remember yeah. when that was all the rage and all the star athletes were doing it for like, I wanted to do it and I was like 12. Every, everybody did it for like two years. It was, oh, that guy, Der- oh, so-and-so towards ACL. I bet he goes to Germany for that experimental procedure. It's Is that just why now in America it's super easy to come back from those injuries? I, I got to no start clue. doing them over here. I don't know, maybe because I, I remember they I were like, "Yeah, there. they drain all the fluid from your knee, and then they replace." I, it made no sense, but it's something that was illegal here. Maybe it's legal now. Should be bullshit. We're outsourcing all of our. Well, shout out to Doctor James Andrews. Am I right? Who? The doctor uh, who does like all the sports surgeries. That you know what I'm talking be, about? Dr. James be, Andrews. It's like anytime there's like a, a an NFL player like tears his ACL or something, he gets Dr. James Andrews. Well, if I'm Christian McCaffrey, I want a punch card for how many times I've <laughs> been visiting him. He, he's, he's, he got a group yeah, you, think, you think he secretly hates the Panthers so he like doesn't do a good job on Christian it, McCaffrey? Probably. <laughs> oh, big, somebody is. He's, he's a big Bucks fan, so he's like, can't have him back out there. <laughs> Someone from the NFL is suing Dr. James Andrews. Oh. Um. That's probably like the most nerve wracking job because you understand that like not only like hey, well, no I like this is a human being I'm doing surgery on but also like hopefully Josh the the sports surgeon it's not a nerve wracking job it absolutely is a nerve wracking job but if he's in there racking around nerves that'd be bad that's what I'm saying like it's like he cuts you open and he starts racking all your nerves around like a bunch of like, linguini I'm ignoring this bit um. <laughs> So do you think that the Wolves are going to make the playoffs again? Because they lost I mean, Pat Bev, and he's the heart and soul of that whole city. True. I mean, he was the... <laughs> so greatest. funny. Pat Bev for, it was legitimately on the Clippers for years and, like, loved the fans and everything. And well, then... Well, the next five years are his. We're on year four of the next five years being his. Um, Boy, that is really funny. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, he's just always being traded around, just going. I mean, if if it works, then it will be great for the Wolves because Cat will just be a dynamic scorer, is a seven foot power forward, Ant on the wing, D'Lo out there. I don't know. They got to get some sort of defender. Um, Josh, NBA free agency is continuing to roll on. Um, got a free agent tracker here. Okay. I'm going to roll through all of these. We might have talked about them in the last one. If we did, we can just breeze over it. Zach Levine, five years, $215 million. Uh, um, this, one, this, one, this one was awesome, and, and I wanted to touch on it for a couple reasons. Brad Beal, five okay. years, $251 million. Bag getter. Bag getter. And uh, if I was really committed to this, I'd go to my kitchen right now, and I'd get my aluminum foil, and i put it on my head, but I'm not going to. My conspiracy theory with Brad Beal, because for years, everybody's been saying, oh, Brad Beal, like, why the hell is he staying in Washington? You know, he's wasting his prime. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Beal is now the only player in the NBA with a no trade clause. Yeah. Because in order to get a no trade clause, you have to be eight years in the league and four years with your team. So LeBron goes to L.A. He hasn't spent four years there. He can't get a no trade clause. Um Beal now has a full no trade clause. We can see he has full dominion over any trade. Is this not the perfect scenario now for him to demand a trade? He can't be traded for like six months or something. So either in season this year or maybe after this upcoming year, he could say, Hey, trade me to the Lakers for Russell. This up during this upcoming season, he could say, Hey, trade me to the Lakers for Russell Westbrook, or I'm just not going to play. You think that that's uh they never he never let them like clean out. Russ's locker because he knew that that was going to be his plan. He's like, no, just keep the yeah. name plate up. It's fine. It's I'll like, get yeah. it. I'll get it later. <laughs> it's it's like how he has multiple apartments in multiple cities. Um, yeah, I did see. Depending on what happens with Russ, um, someone pointed this out. He would be the first player in NBA history to sign a five-year max and then play all five years with five different teams. Because cool. he signed it with Oklahoma City, and then he went to Houston, and then he went to Washington, and then he went to LA. And so now he went to Brooklyn or whatever. That'd be sick. Uh, honestly would be hilarious. And if I'm him, like 
low key, would you, if you're Russell Westbrook, would you rather play for the Lakers next year or like a shitty Brooklyn team? I kind of think I might rather play for a shitty Brooklyn team. I don't know. I mean, he's from LA, so probably yeah. Out. Yeah, but like, it's not like he is really. I mean, the fans love him be on the road there. during the. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. Would you rather be in LA where there's all the pressure of being on LeBron's team and everybody's calling you West Brick and saying how much you suck? Or would you rather go to Charlotte or Brooklyn or whatever, some team that's not really in the mix, Indiana, have one year where you rack up a bunch of triple doubles, stat pad? Probably the fans would like you. I mean, if I was a if I was a fan of like the Thunder or like um an, another shitty team, because like I wouldn't say like Detroit because they're kind of on the up and up, but like a shitty team that has no direction right now, like Indiana. If we had Russ for one season, I'd be all in on that. I'd be like, yeah, this will be awesome. He's a Hall of Famer, a top. 50 player of all time will have one season of Russ. What? 50? He's a top 50 most talent. He's a top 50 best player of all time. Resume, talent, everything. It's fallen off in recent years. I say, if you look at the full resume, it starts to get a little. (laughs) How old is he? Probably like 31. That's really not good. He's only 31. (laughs) He might be a 33. I mean, he's not going to. He's going to play this year, and then after this year, he's got, it's not like he's not going to play next year. He'll sign somewhere for, like, the minimum and try to make a comeback and probably won't figure it out. Plus, he's in a contract year this year, so maybe Russell Westbrook in a contract year honestly might be a pretty effective player. It's true. If you put him on Indiana or the Spurs for next year, it wouldn't work for the Spurs because it's Greg Popovich, but like that, a team in that situation where your team sucks and you are mostly – with the Wizards, honestly, I mean, if he went back to Washington – and uh, if I'm I not, know. if I don't really care about winning games for one season, I'm fine with paying Russ. Yeah. And Darwin Ham has been talking highly of him and says he has a big plan for his, his offense and that he thinks Russ will flourish and he still sees him as the starter right now. I mean, there's, there is a blueprint to making Russ an effective player. It's just, it's not part of that is Russ has to do his part and not be a dickhead on the court, which is, goes against everything that he stands for as a player. Um, other free agents, James Harden, but it's been reported that like he's going to resign with Philly for I think two years, and they're just waiting on that, uh, you know, to get some other guys in there, or whatever. DeAndre Ayton, once again, he has the power to sign an offer sheet at any given time, but he would be signing for less money versus if he signs a sign and trade with the Suns that send him elsewhere, he can get his full five year max. Um, that isn't. I bet that that will just develop after the Durant. Because you would think that DeAndre Ayton is probably involved in the package going to Brooklyn. Oh, absolutely. Let me ask you this. If you're Brooklyn, um, because that's the last of there were these other ones, Simons we had discussed, Jalen Brunson we discussed, probably Portis. Oh, uh, Kyle Anderson signed a two-year $18 million deal with the um wasn't the Bucks. Where did he sign with? The Wolves. Yeah, with the Wolves. That's right. Um, that's pretty cool. So then him and Cat or Gobert, I mean, um, yeah, some other ones here that we've talked about last week. Uh, but if you're Brooklyn, um, would you accept? Here's three offers. I'm gonna ask you this, Josh. Okay. You're Brooklyn. You have three offers on the table. Which one of these do you take? From Toronto, OG Ananubi. Mm-hmm. Siakam and what, and probably like a second round pick or something. Don't react as if you're Toronto, as if you're Brooklyn. Okay. Because once again, you and you and your insane little buddies, Raptors fans on Twitter, these polls I've been seeing, they're like, would you trade Gary Trent Jr. and Malachi Flynn for Kevin Durant? And it's like 98%. No, no, no. That's not true at all. It is ridiculous. It's like, that's not true at all. No, I saw one the other day. It's like, would you consider. It's like is which would Siakam is Siakam off the table and any offer for Durant and it was yes. like sixty percent yes, and that's true. insane. You wouldn't do straight up Siakam for Durant. No, you're insane. You're you're insane. You need to be wrapped up. Katie is thirty four and has, has had multiple. You need, to, yeah. you need to be put in a straight jacket and put in one of those really uh, soft rooms like Mrs. Puff and SpongeBob. Um, it was only fifty five percent that said no. And it, OG Ananubi, probably because over time, more rational people saw it. But when I saw it, it was like 30 minutes after it was posted and all you insane Raptors fans. Um, 
So that offer from the Raptors. Fan base. <laughs> that offer from the Raptors. Aiton and Mikhail Bridges from Phoenix. I don't know if they're really offering both, but I feel like they should. Or Miami's offer of Duncan, Harrow, um, etc. Duncan, Hero, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, and like three or four picks. Yeah, the Miami offers dog shit. Depends um, on what your thoughts are on Tyler Hero. Plus Tyler Hero, if he lived shit. in New York City. Dog shit. He'd be cooking. <laughs> Tyler Hero would be cooking out of Brooklyn clubs, dude. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> he would be all NBA off the court. I mean, if you can get Aiton and Bridges, you take that. Yeah. But is Aiton damaged goods? Why are, why are the Suns so sour out on Aiton? Because they're idiots. Right. But like maybe or maybe is there something to it? I is it maybe like gonna I, be one of these things where in like two or three years we're like, wow, I guess the Suns were right on DeAndre Aiden. He's terrible now. I I'm not saying that this is the same thing because I think it's incredibly different, but it's possible to happen. Look at Roy Hibbert. Imagine if Indiana had been like, No, we don't want to pay Roy Hibbert. We don't think he can be good long term, and everybody would have been like, You're crazy, he's an all-star. And then Roy Hibbert went to Charlotte, although I think by that point in real life he was actually shitty, so he was washed up. Um, but yeah, Roy Hibbert was good for like 30 minutes. Hassan Whiteside, he was like an 88 overall 2K borderline all-star for like two years, and then like immediately just was bad because everybody was like, actually, no, you're too slow. And again, yeah, DeAndre Ayton doesn't fit that same play style, but like it's possible for guys who were good. Again, to be fair, not number one picks. I think it's it's I don't think DeAndre Ayton's gonna be bad, but I think it might be true that maybe he doesn't deserve a max. Not oh, everybody who gets a max deserves one. I well, one case right there. If you see some of these dudes getting maxes, then you look at the output numbers and everything that Ayton does, and you're like, that guy doesn't deserve one though. I'm looking at it right now, and Jalen Brunson, four year, hundred and four million. He doesn't deserve. Aiden deserves that. Aiden deserves more than that. Exactly. But Aiden, does Aiden deserve the full five year, two hundred and ten million or whatever? Yes. Uh, Zion deserves it. Yes. But Phoenix has to pay again if they don't trade for Durant. They have to pay Bridges. They have to pay Book. Uh, they're paying Chris Paul an exorbitant amount. And on top they're of all that, and, well, listen, extended Book. The fact of the well, yeah, you're going to keep Book over Aiden. The fact of the matter is, the Suns have Robert Sarver, one of the cheapest owners in sports. True. Um, so, if you are the Suns GM, James Jones, you have that's a reality you have to face. Yeah. Is that yeah? Oh, our cheap owner who's a shithead, and I'm pretty sure is a really scummy businessman. Um, he doesn't want to pay all this money. I guess. I guess we just have to trade Aiden, and if they can get Kevin Durant, it'll be worth it. I saw somebody suggest they get Durant, they trade Bridges, so they need another wing. They sign Carmelo. Next year, Carmelo, Durant, and Chris Paul all win together. Um, the OGs. I, Durant, it's weird because Durant has rings, but like it feels like, like he needs to win a ring to cement his legacy. No one has ever needed a third ring more than Kevin Durant. Yeah. Because like – if he didn't win a ring and then retired in like seven years and never won another one, everybody would be like, oh, well, he only won because he went to Golden State. Yeah. KD. We need to come up with like how there's like LaFraud, LaMickey and stuff. We need to come up with KD. Everything. He was called a snake and cupcake for years. Snake, cupcake. Yeah. But we need like one that rolls off the tongue about like his name, like Slim Reaper. Fake, fake D. Fake D is not. That doesn't work. Um, KD's Kevin. nuts. Um. Okay, I just got another alert, but it's not Scotty Barnes being traded for Kevin Durant. It's not. If that happen. happens, what would happen to you? Would I need to drive to Peoria? I yeah. We would. I, I would at least need to call the police and have a wellness check. I'd be trying. I'd be trying. I put an APV. <laughs> They'd show up and you'd be on the roof. <laughs> you'd be climbing on top of the chimney trying to find the highest point to jump off of. Um, <laughs> you'd, you'd be stacking the ladder on top of the chimney on top oh, of yeah. a pogo stick. Um. I'd be, real, buying, like, uh, I'd be buying my discounted Scotty Barnes jersey first so I could be buried in it, though. <laughs> Some Phineas and Ferb shit where you're stacked 300 feet in the air on a bunch of chairs and tables. Yeah. And um, We need to bring back Phineas and Ferb. They should do like a Rugrats all grown up with Phineas and Ferb. They, where they're like in college. The show. I don't know. The guy, the creators have had like two new shows since then. Really? Yeah. Um, Colin Sexton, Miles Bridges are the only two near the top that have not signed extensions. Montrez Harrell's unsigned. 
TJ Warren signed with Brooklyn, which is interesting because now Brooklyn is, I mean, it's not like TJ Warren and Kevin Durant can't coexist, but uh, very, very strange pickup. Huh? Very strange. <laughs> the, the Brooklyn What's made a move. On? What's day. going on in Brooklyn? Um, very strange thing happened this weekend. Um, Jordan and Josh were going to record on Wednesday. Didn't record Wednesday. Waited till Thursday. Why is that? What's going on in the Long Relief podcast? Um, Reports are saying Josh fell asleep on the couch and Jordan forgot to text him. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I don't know. Very strange. A lot of people are watching. Um, God, shout out to Brian Windhorst. Shout out to the God. That was uh, that was the stupidest video clip I've ever seen in my life watching it for the first time. Did you see I, it with the um, music edited in from yeah. uh, Inception or whatever? Yeah. That's pretty epic. Uh, I, I was just sitting there. I was like, how is this video this long? He said he said like half a sentence so far. Was, he had them on fucking pins and needles. <laughs> the, entire, the entire cast was like, uh-huh. Were, no, one has ever, no group of people has, has ever been more captivated. Um, it would have been they would have been hanging on his words less had they been writing it down on a on a on a court court stenographer. Um <laughs> he could have been talking about anything right then. And that could that could have gone anywhere and everybody would have would have bought. Uh, I guess not really though, because nobody really believed him until Rudy got the traded. I feel like the producers had just like walked up to him right before the show and said, Hey, we uh we got about two minutes extra of dead <laughs> air. Can you please, can you stretch this out a little bit? That's awesome. Um well, if there's nothing else to talk about in the NBA, um, yeah, because I mean, yeah, I think we covered all the big ones. I mean, like, yeah, well, I mean, there were a bunch Malik, of people that Malik had signed Monk, deals. I wasn't. Uh, Nurkic, we don't need to go through each and every single deal. Gary there's a Payton, bunch. three. Gary Payton, three years to Portland. Uh, the Lakers have signed like three young guys. Lonnie Walker. Um, Lonnie Walker's a good get. Yeah, but we talked about that last week. Juan even Anderson went to a Golden State. Get. What? Steven Chenzo went to Golden State. That's true. Um, John Conchar, one of the best kept secrets in the NBA, sticking with three year extension with Grizzlies. Who? John Conchar. John who? Conchar. K O N C H A R. I don't know who that is, and I don't think you do. You'll learn. Uh, Caleb and Cody Martin got some new deals. Love it when more twins are in the NBA. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we talked about Portis and Javon Carter, Serge Ibaka, just kind of hangs around, just to hang out. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Mitchell Robinson, breaking the Charlie Ward curse. Yes. Explain what that is for the people. That he is the first Knicks draft pick to get a second contract with the Knicks since 1994. Uh, the last one being Charlie Ward. Um, insane is, ass franchise that, that, is, <laughs> uh, ooh, that is embarrassing um, that's just embarrassing <laughs> it's embarrassing there's not even a single one um boy uh well if there's not i guess i'll sneak it in there auto porter jr to your dual raptors but yeah not very consequential uh if Didn't the celtics trade for someone on nba.com it's only saying they traded for brogdon shit you're right yeah, it's only saying Luke Cornett returns on two year deal, and I was like, that. I was like, I feel I like forgot, they you're right. They traded for Malcolm Brogdon. That's huge because he feels like a Celtic. He does feel like a Celtic. He is like just a Celtic through and through. Uh, and they got him for squat diddly. Yeah. So good for the Celtics. They'll be right back there next year. Um, but if there's not any NBA stuff for real, for the fourth yeah. time I've said that, um, Nick Claxton two year deal. Yeah. Okay. A lot of stuff going on in the college realignment game, Josh. It's, and as fans of a team in the Big 12, we have our eyes glued to the screen. The latest developments as of uh, time of publication of this podcast. 5.30 p.m. Central. Um, Big 10 has added schools from out west. Uh, the SEC is apparently talking to some schools from the ACC. Um, the quote-unquote four corner schools as they're called which are the two arizona schools utah and colorado are apparently deep in conversations to join the big 12 along with that was reported and then there's also reports of oregon and washington being in the mix and what confuses me is adding these pac-12 schools that are already being added to the big 10 and then adding these ones who are apparently coming to the big 12 possibly and then 
adding possibly some schools from the ACC around, we're going to be left with like two half conferences on opposite ends of the country. Are they going to combine? Are they going to continue to dissolve? Are we going to end up with three just amalgamations of all across the globe conferences or what, what what's going to happen? It's just what is the end and, game here. Texas and Oklahoma have, uh, have unleashed hell on earth. They have. They were for, they were they were the bottom blocks of the Jenga tower that fucked everything. They it's like they we walked into a, a casual game of Jenga where some stuff had happened and they just grabbed shit at the bottom. Yeah, they, they shook the tables. tables. Yeah, no, yeah, they walked. They were, but they it were worked out lose, for them. So they and bumped it the table. Like it's a draw. Um, no, it's 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 absolutely insane. I do not understand where this third conference would fit in geographically and all, but like it's, it's feels like we're rapidly approaching uh, college football, Fox and college football, ESPN as the two, does the two divisions. And, and yeah, no. And then uh, a third, I saw somebody pointed out on Twitter. uh, What's stopping Amazon from getting in the mix. What's stopping. I mean, you said those two CBS Turner in general, there's, it's just going to be, that's a good way to be in your conference based on TV deal. Hear me out. A three-conference solution. It's like we're talking Israel-Palestine. A three-state solution. SEC on Fox because, you know, Trump. Big 12 on Amazon and Big 10 on ES. What is Big 10 on? Is Big 10 on Fox already right now? Big 10 is very much on Fox right now. What is SEC on? CBS? I feel like I always see Alabama play Auburn on CBS at 11 a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah. All right. Now, I guess it more is... That's that's more Iron Bowl as later in the season. Yeah. Either way, Big Twelve is also Fox. Either way, right I here. saw this today, and the more I've been thinking about it, I ever I sent it in our group. Um, I haven't been able to get it off my mind, and if it doesn't happen now, I'm going to honestly be very disappointed. If the rumored um, current Big Twelve, so so the so the ten schools in the Big Twelve right now, plus the new four schools minus Oklahoma and Texas. So the, the Big 12, five years from now, so Houston, UCF, all of them, plus these apparently four corner schools and Oregon, Washington, would put the Big 12 at 18. And you could split it up into three pods of six. You could do two pods of nine, kind of two old. Two pods of nine is the way to go. 12, what? Two pods of nine is the way to go. Either way, you would have uh, 18 schools, but it would encompass 12 states. And so the meaning of the conference Big 12 would be once again restored. And at the end of the day, that should be the goal, not to make money and not to uh, not not to add people. The goal here should just be to get back to some form of the number 12. It's true. Um, yeah. Packers, general managers, when discussing their uh, plans for next season. Um, no, anybody get back to number 12, um, do everything we can. If you're listening at home right now, go back and replay the tapes and you might get it. Um, if you get it with that content, Google Aaron Rodgers tattoo. Make sure you're sitting. Yeah. Have your socks blown off anyway. Right. Um, but this map I'm looking at on my phone, I've been sending it. I found a map on Twitter of the Big 12 plus the four corner schools. And now. Throughout the week, I've just been photoshopping in logos of other schools to visualize yeah. it. And the eight, so if the Big 12 had 18 across 12 states, you would have, you, you could do a two team, nine division the way you said it, which would be interesting. Or here, listen, here, here's, here's my pro, uh, proposal. Hear me out. Three divisions. You'd have a West Coast division of Washington, Oregon, Utah, BYU, Arizona, Arizona State. So just the Pac 12 and BYU, I guess. You'd have a central slash Midwest region of Colorado, Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, Cincinnati, West Virginia. And then you'd have a southern division of the four Texas schools, Okie State, and Central Florida. So basically you'd have KUK State, like the Heartland kind of, plus Cincy and West Virginia. And so KU – and the way it would work, I don't really know um, – you would have five teams in your division you'd play them every year and then you'd play four from somewhere else i guess yeah. you I, I i like the, i like the two division much easier of just like west and east but like um, but then you would have to separate like 
you'd probably have to separate some of the Texas schools in that situation. That's fine. Uh, I mean, I guess if you separate Texas Tech and Houston have a deep rivalry we have to talk about. You could do the six schools I said before, the six Pac-12 schools plus BYU plus TCU and Houston, and then you would have sort of the original Big 12 plus UCF. Yeah. Um, UCF throws everything off. Although if the ACC does dissolve, which is I think the next interesting domino to watch, the Big 12 could easily add Miami. There's – I can't, no, I, can't, I can't believe the SEC isn't going after Miami. I yeah, I agree with that. I would I would absolutely add Miami, even if it's not the biggest school in terms of winning championships and winning stuff. Like now there's would, Florida well, State, I'll, except for a, a couple of years ago. Right. Well, like you could a couple of years ago, it was like 10 years ago. Oh my god. Yeah, but you could <laughs> you could easily uh if you're Miami, like that would just be a cool destination city of anything in your conference. That's what I'm saying. Alabama goes and plays Miami. Like you would have so many fans go out there. They would sell out the stadiums. They play at the same place that Dolphins do. I don't believe so anymore. Um, either way, you want to talk? You know, I don't think they play at Hard Rock. You want to talk about the real winners of uh, Rutgers? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it's for the Big Twelve specifically. It is the owners of the T-Mobile Center. Because yeah. they already they already inked the deal for the college basketball championship to stay there for a few more years. Yeah, Kansas City is especially because I mean, like you had Utah or BYU, it took whatever, but like you get Washington, Oregon, Arizona schools in the mix. It's gonna maybe move Miami. Around. Like that's a lot it's, of people you're gonna have coming to Kansas City and checking it out, and that normally wouldn't. And maybe they're like, hey, I kind of like this vibe, and then you know maybe they come back every year for the Big Twelve tourney or something. Yeah, well, I mean, it'd have to move to be a more central location. No, they could still do it. They would just have to do it like in two days. It'd have to be like you. Like, I don't know how they would do it. It'd have to be. It'd have to be like the like Big East tourney. Play that at Madison Square Garden. And that's what I'm saying. You'd have to play like five, four days and four games in four days or something. Yeah, it's wild. Which, which honestly, that's what we need more of. Yes, we need we need more daytime basketball. I love it. Yeah, daytime sports in general. Did you watch the Peacock game the other day at all with the no commentators? No, but I saw it on Twitter and I loved it. You what? I saw it on Twitter and I loved it. Yeah, it was an, it's an interesting concept. Um, just in general, I like the Peacock games. I like uh, having sports on during the day, just out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, every every broadcast has a little bit of good and a little bit of bad. Oh, yeah. Like, I like the Apple TV, like, stats in the corner. The Apple TV, I think, is the cleanest presentation. That it does have a very clean presentation, but I don't like all the reporters wearing AirPod Maxes. <laughs> just, it looks kind of stupid. Um, giant uh, iPod. Yeah, giant-ass headphones on. on. I'm like, why Jeez. are you wearing that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. All the, all the reporters look like those early 2000s uh, iPod commercials where they're just a black silhouette with yeah. headphones. They're down there talking about Jacoby Ellsbury and so why did I say Jacoby Ellsbury? <laughs> I was just saying, that's a hell of a he hasn't played in five plus <laughs> years. Um best player you could think. Of. I mean, when the iPod was coming out, yeah, Joey yeah, could have yeah, talking about then, Jacoby um, uh, Joey Chestnut defended his crown. Joey Chestnut had the biggest off night of his career, and he still wiped the competition. Yeah. If there was ever gonna be a year that he lost, it would have been this year, and he still smoked everybody by twenty. On a broken leg and and with a mid well, mid match fight, I think we have to put an asterisk on it though, because Matt Megatoad Stoney was not in attendance. Yeah, good Matt Stone. Matt Stoney's afraid. Joey Chest this year was kind of Mickey Mouse for Joey Chestnut. Nah, was, there was no Megatoad. Stoney's um, Stoney's walk. Protester ran on the stage that threw off the vibes. Stoney Stoney does. There's a protest every year. Stony Stony's afraid. Are we sure? Can we He's go back coward. and watch the Phantom Cam footage on the protester? Are we sure that he did not slip Joey some sort of like X lax or something? Speed up. I'm also pretty sure that it wasn't even a protester. I think it was. Just no, it was. For- he had a sign. It was for some animal rights thing. I thought it said like some like Death Star, and he was wearing it's a Vader mask. Like, uh, I thought it was a joke protester. No, it's about um like factory farming. I'm I'm fine with getting rid of factory farming. Uh, it's like that. Uh, it was like the some company named Death Star. It's some giant like meat packing facility or something where they. Oh, I mean Tyson. Tyson is a very evil company. I'm not going to. It's something along not. those lines. I don't think it was Tyson. I don't know. But okay, I don't know. I don't like PETA, but I right. also don't like factory farming. <laughs> I think it. I I don't know if it was from the same people or it might have just been a sort of a copycat of the people who are gluing their hands to the court. Yeah. How electric would it have been if she had glued her hands to like Joey's hot dogs or something? <laughs> 
Or I guess I think it was a guy actually. If he had ran up on stage and just like dumped a bunch of like acid over Joey's hot dogs and so he yes. couldn't eat them and he lost, like that would be the most like that would be the craziest thing to ever happen in sports. No, I mean like Big Cat got the uh, blood thrown on him when he was in the hot dog contest that one year. I don't remember that. Yeah, he was. He, you don't remember? Activists? Yeah. No, no just some guy. <laughs> yeah, just, no, it was when he was in the Nathan's contest. I remember, I know that he did that. I don't. He remember. was at the edge of the stage and got blood thrown all over him by an by Peta. Oh, on the way out? No, during competition. Oh, uh, that sucks. Um, it's really funny though. <laughs> could you imagine any situation in which you get fake blood thrown on you? Imagine if like you didn't. Imagine if you had like a like a like a smart like fake fabric material coat that looked perfectly like real. Like you did the economically conscious thing and then somebody sees you and they don't like it. So they throw fake blood on you and you're like, well, shit, now I'm out $2,500 on this coat. Um, as you can tell, I wear a lot of expensive coats to get yeah. fake blood thrown on me. <laughs> uh, there was an eight, five triple play in baseball. First one in recorded yeah. history, which makes a lot of sense. Cause why the fuck would there ever be an eight, five triple play? Um, I mean, we saw why, I guess uh, the, the white Sox are just, yeah. That's true. Anything can happen against the White Sox. Why, yeah. Why would Tony come out of retirement for this team? Tony probably told him to go out there and rub some dirt on it or something. Um, Simone Biles and Megan Rapinoe got Presidential Medals of Freedom. Yep. Simone, the youngest ever. Double the week goes to Simone Biles. For that. Yeah. And Megan. Well, yeah, but she being the youngest oh. one ever. Okay. Um, say it's kind a, of it's a co-award, but she's the headliner. Um Boris Johnson is stepping down as the Prime Minister of England. Uh, best resignation speech I've ever seen. <laughs> what yeah, th- thumbs the brakes. <laughs> oh, you know, I sure would love to stay, but them's the brakes. <laughs> the Michael Scott-ass resignation. <laughs> well, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> they're like, Boris, you have to resign. He, he, uh, they're like, Boris, you have to resign. He's like, oh, shoot. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, I want a camera on Biden if he ever announces uh, he's no longer, if he's not running for 2024, because they're like, oh, con, uh, Dang, flab it. <laughs> damn corn pop got me again. <laughs> it's because he choked on a corn pop cereal bite. That's why uh, he can't run again. <laughs> I'm telling six foot jokes and everybody here's 5'10". Yeah, that's not yours. <laughs> I know. Um, there will not be... Alcohol slash beer served at the 2022 World Cup. Why? Oh, in Qatar. Qatar thing. Yeah, I I forgot it was in Qatar. That's why. That was just... Um, that's all the stuff I wrote down. I, unless you wanted to go deeper on Boris Johnson, I really don't. <laughs> Come on, who you think is going to step up as the new PM? I did see there's a situation. In which I don't think it's going to happen now because Boris is like abdicating like willingly. But if he had put up a fight, it would have like activated the queen, and she would have had country. to. Well, she, it would have acted. Yeah, somebody said uh, I, so, so activate it, I, the queen. It was <laughs> there was a news headline that said, and somebody quoted and said, "What is this fairy tale country?" Um, and then somebody to which somebody replied, "You live Fairly. in a country in which a bunch of." Uh, unelected people in robes sit on a high yeah, council unelected, and decide what wizards. people can do. Yeah, uh, which fair, but yeah. I mean, English Parliament in terms of a government system makes infinite more sense than the American system. Have you seen where? Well, have you seen their like? I think it's Tom. Tom is going to send me a very spirited text. Yeah, if you're listening to this, Tom, we want to bring you on next week to discuss the English Parliament. <laughs> uh, no, isn't isn't it dumb that have like that golden scepter? In like their chambers, and if they someone have a grabs scepter. it, if if someone grabs it, it's supposed to be like, whoa, whoa, put the scepter down. There should be a scepter or something like that. I believe all countries should hide some sort of orb, scepter, etc. That if you find it and successfully steal it, you take over the country. Like I want there to be some sort of what would it be in America? Some sort of like hidden American flag, like in the buried under Antietam or something in Maryland. Uh, and we got to go dig it up and it's like out national treasure. I want to see basically a, a real life national treasure. Um, you think they've, they made a British version of national treasure. It's it where they racist? steal. It's, it's where they steal what I'm talking about here. They steal. It would, the it would just be racism because, they, oh, yeah, because all of the artifacts would be stolen from foreign lands, I guess, versus American national treasure in which we were just stolen from the, the lands that our country's built on. <laughs> the second one, it was the second one, the city of gold, to the native Americans. 
Yeah, it was the yeah. Mayans or Aztecs. Or the to do Aztecs, either way. Um, no, it, the second one in, 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 par- in Parliament, it is that the, they have this like five foot mace. They, from, like, why is, that should be an American. You remember in American politics, was it during the Red Scare of communism? There was that one uh, congressman who like beat the shit out of another one. And that then, wasn't like, no, that was pre that was pre Civil War. Was that what that was? He like beat the shit out of his political opponent, and then that's how he got his law passed. They. I'm just no, saying. He, it was. It was just saying, uh, folks. John Fetterman gets uh, gets elected. Have you seen the size of that that lad? <laughs> he could take on it. We need to start electing fighters. Um, we need to start just yeah, just uh, the Dems just need to put a bunch of old linemen. Yeah, who or who's like the best USA uh, UFC fighter? Which we need to get him elected in like some remote Idaho district or something. <laughs> Just need to get twenty five thousand kids to move out there during an election year and register to vote. Especially when, especially when, like, who's who's game planning for uh, the GOP? Tuberville? Yeah, okay. Yeah, Tommy T. Yeah, Tuberville. Yeah, we know. Even, okay. Yeah, we, his, his we've seen how easy it is to pick holes in his defenses. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're trying to get Her- they're trying to get Herschel Walker in there now. Yeah, that'll work out great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boy, <Big> chin. Um. <laughs> Um, what else do you got? You got quick hits, Lord. Uh, yeah. Um, shout out to Sabrina Ionescu's first 30 point triple double in WNBA history last night. Sauce. So, shout out the God. Uh, I'm gonna take partial credit for it though because I forgot to do my preseason bet for her for MVP. So, now she's gonna be going off. So, that is entirely because of you. I'll put that out there, Sabrina. Her her success is based upon your, you, a man. I hate, I hate. <laughs> I hate to say it, folks. I hate to point it out. I hate, I hate to be to that guy. Out, but... but I mean, co- correlation is causation these days. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, uh, we talked about Mitchell Robinson. Uh, oh, here's, here's, here's some bullshit. Uh, Zambia captain Barbara Banda, I'm going to assume, has been ruled out of the uh, of women's AFCON after failing gender eligibility tests. Because uh, she, she has, I believe, I'm trying to remember the article off the top of my head. I believe she has just higher normal. You there know, are some people who are born levels with, of testosterone. There are, yeah. some, there are some women who are born with higher natural levels of testosterone than yeah. what is deemed um, natural, according to whoever um, is bullshit made up council, probably some of people men who are <laughs> congressmen or whatever. I mean, that's the ultimate outcome of this whole transgender. Athletes, of yeah, it's it's, it's 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 yeah, all the well, it serves to turfs, attack. This is so, what turfs want. The tur- turfs are also just crazy misogynistic. Well, it just, it just serves to attack so or it's so few people. Like, I remember, I think it was Utah, Idaho, Montana, one of those states. Um, it it, it was something they like, had like it was, they, it was well, a they high school a trans sports bill, and they, they were like, there's two. Yeah, there was yeah, they passed some law saying that transgender kids can't play sports and there were like two in the state. Yeah. And it's like and they're and like, like there's this whole this. giant ceremony where they're like this is such a huge victory for kids in our state. It's not it's never actually about the actual individual things. Yeah. Same with that same with that Kentucky swimming loser who was like I only lost because they're not a woman and like Right. I got 17 she got like, she got place, like yeah, she's, it's like no, it's actually just cuz you're an ass swimmer. CJ McCollum saying, well, that's not fair. Jokic won MVP. I should have won. Yeah. Um, it's fucking bullshit. Anyway. Anyway, so, you know, shout, shout out to the Zambia captain. It's absolute bullshit. Hopefully it gets, you know, reversed. Hopefully it gets resolved, fixed, because, you know, it's it's fucking bullshit. It's, it's like it's, it's like we, we spent, we you know, it won't. It, we spend decade plus multi-Olympics being like Michael Phelps, amazing. He has this un, he has this crazy advantage because yeah, he has it's, it, extra. It's it's just like that's it is the same exact thing that Michael Phelps had genetic. I mean, most a lot of swimmers even yeah if it's he, not, he can he can move his ankles better through some kind of some with his bone structure and his skin also has produces what less lactic acid. Yeah, it's something like that to where his he can so gets less tired. He can recover faster than everybody genetically. Yeah, it, like imagine if there like, was just an NBA player that never got tired. He would be the best yeah. player in the NBA. It was just, yeah. It'd be like saying Manute Bull can't play because he was too tall. Right. Yeah. Or I'm trying to think of some. I mean, it's sort of kind of like how they banned dunking yeah. for, for Kareem. Um, 
Wilt. Or is it Wilt? Yeah. Cream, they banned the, uh, was it Skyhook? I don't think they ever banned Skyhook. Are you sure they didn't ban dunking for Cream? And did they ban dunking in the They NCAA? banned it for Wilt. Are you sure they didn't ban it for for Cream in the NCAA? Yeah. Yeah, they banned dunking oh, okay. in 1967 for Luau. Well, I guess I was wrong. It wasn't Cream Abdul Jabbar's Luau Sindor. Luau Sindor. Um, goat. What else do you got? We're at about an hour already. That's fine. Some flew by. Uh, my last quick hit. I wanted to Jordan. Yeah. Take it back to when you were a child. Okay. Okay. You're on the schoolyard. Lunch had just gotten out. Kids are running around. And there's uh, a couple kids. Kids. Some kids are playing sports. Kids are playing tag, basketball. You know, whatever. Uh, but you see the group huddled up around each other. What are they? What are they doing? What do you mean? Like they're all huddled up and like talking, you know, they're all one of them has some sort of cool bug or insect that he's showing to the others would be my chief guess. Close. Um, one of them has some sort of furry creature or mammal that he's showing to the others. I'm going to count that. Or would it be he has some sort of cool rock and or gym that he is showing mm-hmm. to the other? He has some sort of cool item that he is showing to the others. All of these kind of fit in with the tone with the tone of the game. So I'm going to say yes to all three. There's no I, moment more captivating as a kid than when your friend has a cool item. That's what I'm saying. And what were some of the coolest items that were also kind of like bugs, creatures? I know where monsters? you're going with this. They were Yu-Gi-Oh cards. R.I.P. to the R.I.P. Because uh, I was Takahashi. a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh kid through and through to my Fuck yeah, dude. DNA. Dude, I didn't play Pokemon at all. I, no one knew how to play Pokemon. I didn't play. Po- I didn't play Pokemon video games. I didn't play Pokemon. Oh, well, I was okay. Yu-Gi-Oh. I, can't, to the I can't. I can't sign off on that. But Yu-Gi-Oh cards were infinitely cooler than Pokemon. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I was Yu-Gi-Oh to the fucking bone, bro. But yeah, so R. for the Sky Dragon. Yeah, it did. Huh? Obelisk huh? the Tormentor. Which one of the three god cards were you? I was I was Cypher. Uh, I mean the ultimate god card, uh, Dark Magician Girl. That, that was me. Well, that's not a god card. <laughs> um, she was too powerful. Egyptian sun god Ra. We're not talking mean? NFL anymore. Sun God is no. Amon Ross St. Brown will have an excellent season. Amon Ross St. Brown, essentially, if he becomes like an actual NFL superstar, like I like we I'm going to petition for people to just uh, start calling the the Egyptian sun god Ra. Because that was I never had. So there was a kid at my school. Did I tell this story on this podcast once? No, I might have told I told somebody vaguely recently this story. And so I apologize if I said it on this podcast. But there was one kid at my school who had a. Uh, the three god cards and like he brought them in oh the winged dragon of Ra is what it's called not the mm-hmm. the sun the sun god of Ra. Big fan. Big fan. although no wait no i guess it's called the, it depends on what language you play okay and let me go get my five pieces of exodia real quick to obliterate to the shadow realm exodia was og exodia was the big one um dark magician of course blue eyes white dragon how could we not of course. say blue eyes ultimate dragon of course um, and let me draw a pot of th- pot of greed to get three additional cards from my deck. Goat. Uh, I'm looking up OG Yu-Gi-Oh cards now to scroll through because I know it's Time Wizard. Imp. The Imp. Time Wizard is a big one. Was one of the, Summon the Skulls an OG? Wasn't like the worst card in the, in the game. It was named like something like Kabuki, something like that. Oh, I don't remember the worst card. Oh, let me. Dark Magician Girl. Shrink. Penguin all... Soldier. Salute. Baddie Day One. Dark Magician Girl. <laughs> Um, Victory Dragon. I don't remember Dog Sufferer. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that. Yeah, that one scares me. Um, Blue Eyes, what Mystic Clown? Remember that one? Wow. Dark Magician was the was Dark Magician the one in the TV show? Which one? Uh, Celtic Guardian. Um, you, I mean, Dark Magician and Dark Magician Girl were in the TV show. Yes. Well. I think Dark Magician was the like, Yugi's main like guy that he went to. Monster Reborn. That was the card yeah, I was looking he, for. He, yeah, Dark the spell Magician, card. Yeah, the spell did. cards were the real shit. This is probably the worst per, uh, podcast segment of all time. Um, unless you're really into Yu-Gi-Oh as a kid this, as well. How dare you? This is the best part. We're, we're talking in-depth analysis on Yu-Gi-Oh. This is the best. No, it's great. I'm just saying because but the people at home right now can't see these images. Of, I'm scroll- if you're listening right now at home, go ahead and, and scroll through on Google Images, OG Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and s- sound off in the comments as well with your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh cards as well as a kid. 
Um, did you ever play? Do you ever have a? Well, you're a bunch of fucking set of uh, set of Kaibas. If you know what I'm, you, what I'm saying. This week's poll is going to be: Were you Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon? Um, I didn't oh, do a poll last a, week. That's going to be a th- oh Kurabo. I fucking hated Kurabo. Kurabo. I don't remember Kurabo. Google it. Probably because I only had good cards. Um, we uh, I, we we talked about like the kid that on your street that was like a pathological liar that every every neighborhood yeah, that, had. That's probably what the story I was telling. It was a different kid. That, that's I what I'm saying. Talk- Hold on, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. uh, every 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 street in America has this kid that's just the worst liar. And was, and one of the lies that the kid on my street would always be he's like, yeah, my my uncle works for a Yu-Gi-Oh card factory. Like I can get you a max stat Kurabo, and I was like, then do it. Yeah. He was like, well, yeah, to pay me fifty dollars. I'm like piece of shit yeah no i think we all like you say knew a kid who specifically whether it was Yu-Gi-Oh, whether it was pokemon whatever had the best card but like you say no one ever could see it yeah um yeah this is a trip dude i'm scrolling through here just looking at that's why like whenever i got like a piece of exodia i ripped it in half so that way i would be the most powerful duelist because i would be the only one that had the five pieces of exodia (sighs) obliterate Pegasus. Um, who was your favorite character in the show and why was it Joey? I fucking hated Joey. No, Joey was awesome. That fucking Boston piece of shit. Joey was awesome. Joey was the best. Nah, come on, you you can yeah. do it. <laughs> he was the best. Fuck Joey. You might as well have been voiced by Mark Wahlberg. Fuck Joey. Even worse. Um his blonde. What was the name of the guy with brown hair? Because he was kind of wacky. He was more of the the himbo of the group. Are you talking about Seto Kaiba? Or Tristan no. Taylor? Huh? Tristan Taylor? Tristan, yeah, Tristan. Yeah, shout out to fucking Mae Valentine, too. Look up Pegasus. Pegasus was my favorite in terms of like uh, his like. Oh, the mind. guy with the crazy eye? Yeah, he was my favorite yeah, in terms of like that. his look. He looked the coolest. He did look the coolest. Um, um, plus, he was a baller on the show because he was a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish I. Do you think I could pull off that hair? Yeah. All right. Um, Maximilian Pegasus, yeah, baller. Um, well, that's mean? that's Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> um, did, would you did you like Yugi Moto or Yami Yugi better? Yami, oh, of course. I mean, obviously. I mean, obviously. Uh-huh. He's called <laughs> Dark Yu. He's called Dark Yugi. It's yeah, awesome. no, not, there's not a chance in hell. Um, I'm gonna use my grandpa's deck, and I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> it's like yes, fuck yes. Uh, um. I guess one more thing here. I just saw the numerous stars quote in the league have tried to get in touch with Kevin Durant, but he's gone dark. Um, zero dark 30 mode. KD went zero dark 30. Uh, LeBron James is in Kansas city this weekend. Yeah. For what? Well, I mean, he's going to be buying, he's going to be buying an, uh, an NBA expansion team. So, Hey, I saw, Oh yeah. Here's something. We'll, we'll it's going to be Vegas. Out. It's going to be Vegas. It's, yeah. No, no, no. Listen, we'll, we'll close it out on this. Uh, I did see, the owner of the Portland Trailblazers, who I believe is a woman who was owning and controlling the team. I believe her husband owned the team in the past, and he died, I think. And so she said the other day that the team is not currently for sale, but it will be in the future. Yeah. The LeBron's only gonna, way Le- I think LeBron's going to buy a team and put it in Vegas after he's the died. only way I think Kansas City gets a team is through relocation because if they expanded to 32, it would go Vegas and Seattle. Yes. Uh, and Get so rid if, of Sacramento. If, if the Kings moved, if Portland moved either way, because one of the Portland is interesting because I, it, it would be weird to do this, but Portland could easily just move to Seattle and like yeah. it would, it would sting less for Blazers fans. Yeah. Cause just, the team would still be pretty local. Uh, and if the Seattle ownership bought it and then if they expand, they go, Vegas. they could be the, Se- they could be the Portland uh, supersonics of the Seattle, Seattle super blazers. Of Portland, the Seattle Trail Sonics of Oklahoma City, Sonic Blaze, the Seattle Portland Trailblazers of Tacoma of the Greater Pacific Northwest, Tetons. I like it. Rolls off the tongue. Tetons are not over there, are they? Yeah, rolls out. Rolls off the tongue. Um, was that it? I guess is that is that it? I'm just gonna give a happy belated birthday to Moa Metal of Baby Metal fame. Uh, The only reason I celebrate July Fourth every year. Um, because she has never disappointed me, unlike America. Uh huh. Anyway, um, well, folks, we appreciate you listening to our podcast. 
once again. Are you are we dribbling at the clock for like? Uh, no, I'm time? I'm scrolling because like, I'm, I'm I remember I said that LeBron is in Kansas City. I'm trying to figure out why. I was scrolling through to be just. Uh, I was going to make a joke to say I'm going to get him on the pod. Um, and entering the studio now is LeBron James. Yeah, okay. That was my LeBron voice. Um that was horrible. That's why you took uh, the mic away from your mouth. <laughs> you want to you want a sprite cranberry? Uh, hmm. Dude, I that was a date. That's a dated meme. I fucking um, love Sprite Cranberry, dude. I'm bringing I'm gonna start bringing back dated memes like that. Um anyway, thank you for listening to this epic swag episode. Um oh oh uh RIP uh, uh James Can. He died like two hours ago or uh, reported. His family broke it. He was uh, in the Godfather, and I, I believe, I believe he was the dad in Elf. Yes, he was the dad in Elf. If you have never seen Godfather, that was uh, rest in peace to him. Um, Gone too soon. Elf. I I mean, he was eighty-two. I mean, I was about to say I'm going to watch Elf, but I'm not because it's not July. (laughs) Um, Good movie though. Top three christmas movie if you want to hear the rest of my list you can go back and listen to our top our mount rushmore christmas movie episode i don't, um, think, elf, I don't think elf was on your list my elf was i at least mentioned it um okay anyway thank you all for listening to the 37th episode of the long relief podcast um do us a favor like this uh or like the podcast on spotify apple wherever you're listening give us a follow on social we'll follow you back um Give us five star. I said that already. Shit. I can't uh, believe you didn't mention that little B followed the podcast account. Fine. You closed the episode. I was just saying, I can't believe you didn't mention it. No, that no, no. I've closed it 30. I've closed it 36 little... in a row. Why don't you go? Why don't you, you don't go let me. Okay. Close it you, out. You, you, you break into prayer at the end of every episode. Close it out. No, like, Josh, close it out. You, you close, close it out. You have the, you have the floor. <clears throat> All right, guys. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, hit that bell. Make sure you get notified whenever we update. Please leave a five-star rating on wherever you consume your podcasting platforms. Be sure to follow me at Ashman Josh. Uh, spelled exactly how it's not pronounced. Uh, to follow at by Jordan Wolf and the secret account. <laughs> uh, and at Longer We Cast. Um, if you want to get in our Twitter circle, first hundred followers get in the Twitter circle. That's true. Um, and we may let you do one group tweet. Uh oh. <laughs> that's, that's the incentive. Um, no, thank you for tuning in. I hope you come back next week. And hey, that, that, that sure looks great on you. You should wear it again next time. Hey, tell, say hi to your mother for me. Jordan, any parting thoughts? Uh, we will see you in the next one. Thank you very much. You guys have a great night.